What the hell is the name of this song? It's Wayne's World. The award-winning Evan Grant. I can't even count anymore on my fingers and toes. Kevin Sherrington. Kevin Sherrington, clown number one. Barry Horn. Uh, he tried to get me in mid-shoe. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to another fascinating, spectacular, I'm trying to be real jazzed up because Barry says I need to be, edition of Ballsy. I don't even know who you are anymore. Where were you last week? The Sports Day DFW and Dallas Morning News podcast. The only one that matters, actually. I, I guess we should say Evan Grant is uh, in transit uh, with the Rangers, I believe, trying to get from Seattle. Did you say intransient? Is that what you said? Yes, trying to get from Seattle. <laughs> To Oakland. Yeah, which doesn't sound like it would be that hard to do to me. Well, you know, flying, it's on the West Coast. It's like flying from Dallas to Houston. I oh, mean, come no, on. No, it's a little further than that. Ah, it's a little farther. And then uh, David Moore, who will be with us, is stuck in traffic. But Very we, unprofessional of David Moore, by the way. He used the, he used the old Kevin Sherrington excuse, stuck in traffic. But on the phone with us, we have... Our boy, Kirk Bowles, the man, the, the, the myth, the legend from Austin, Kirk Bowles. Kirk, how are you, man? I'm good, and I'm not stuck in traffic. You know, that's what I like about you. Because you never get out of the house, right? You just do everything from the from the study? They don't really let me out of the house very much. <laughs> for, for good reason, right? For good reason. That's what I say. Absolutely. But I am in my study, my place to escape. Okay, uh, there you go. There you go. All right. Well, we're going to talk about the news of the day in which our, our old buddy Chip Brown is reporting that there is a faction of of Baylor boosters disgruntled Baylor disgruntled Baylor boosters who want Art Briles restored to his proper position as head coach of the football team after a one-year suspension so what do we think about that Kirk oh well it's not hard to believe that there's some Baylor big money boosters that are upset and I think they've probably been upset for months and months and you know, we had an ad in our paper uh, in response to a full-page ad the week before. One praised Ken Starr for how he's handled all this. And then yesterday's paper, we had another full-page ad discounting and calling him a disgrace. So th- there, are, there are a lot of angry Baylor people out there. And I think there are some money people that, you know, one, they didn't want to see Art Browse go. Two, that... They didn't know if he was accountable or not, or should be, because the Pepper Hamilton report was never released, and it was an oral report. And we'll, we'll, we will probably will never see it. That's the smoking no. gun. Well, exactly. there have been people who tried to, to get them to do that. You know, the, the Baylor Alumni Association, which published an editorial uh, saying that that's what we need. We, we needed a uh, uh, an actual uh, uh accounting of all this for everybody so everybody can see it uh it was really really important i think that they do that but it's a it's a good question now what, what i want to know is first of all y'all got two full page ads out of that that's really good yeah. that's really good. good i don't know that we i don't think we got one did we i didn't notice one in our paper well we, we have to hope jordan spieth wins the us open <laughs> yeah. to get a, a at&t will buy yeah. one yeah so that's that was really good secondly it wouldn't be really hard to find out who it was that paid for those ads you know, is that your newspaper? So, I, Kirk, I'm putting you on that right now. Go find out who bought those ads, and we'll know who's behind this. Because when we talk about big money boosters at Baylor, the first two names that you think of are, one, Drake McLean, whose name is on the stadium, uh, the football stadium, and two, uh, one of the owners of the uh, of the Texas Rangers, Bob Simpson. And does Drake right. McLean own a team as well? 
I used to. Not anymore. Okay. Not anymore. You're still on the Astros. No, that's that's been a while. That's been a while. So you know, uh, I would like to know how because you know they are. We have not heard from them at all uh, about anything about any of this. So well, I, no. I would like to know where they stand. That's not true. You know, I wish you would read more, Kevin. Did you did you write something saying this? Just the opposite. I interviewed Art Briles. I mean, Art Briles. I interviewed uh, Drayden McLean the day Art Briles got fired. And uh, he said he thought the Board of Regents should be commended for taking, and I quote, appropriate action. So he was on board with the uh, move to terminate Art Briles. Now, what I understand is that there was a meeting in Waco last Thursday with these money people and, uh, and one or more regions to discuss this. And I've got a call in to Drayton, haven't heard from him today. But there's just so much anger bubbling and boiling over. Is like I said, we're talking about full-page ads, and the one uh, taking Ken started task, by the way, was uh, paid for by Roger Sanders from Sherman, Texas, in your neck of the woods. So, uh, but it's like this anger is not going away anytime soon. Now I can't imagine that they would bring Art Browse back. Uh, it'd just be a PR disaster in, in my mind if they do that. You know, you've got. Recruits wanting to get their letters of intent back. So when are they going to start moving forward is what, what I'm asking. Before we go any farther, we should, we should note that David Moore he just drove into the building, by the way, <laughs> just and, and just jumped out of his car. Kurt, first of all, I'd like to apologize for Kevin, but you should know he reads no one else other than himself. <laughs> That's why he was unaware of what you had written. Well, I have a very high bar, first of all. <laughs> <Really> <laughs> But you so, have a very we, isolated wait, bar. Wait a minute. I thought you said you read yourself. Uh, that, that's what we were just talking about. No, I know. But <laughs> oh, no, I know. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Clever. Good it. retort. Somebody yeah. But, <laughs> but, but how much of this is what's coming out? And a lot, of t- a lot of times people just focus on, could this really happen? Sometimes organizations will allow information to float out for this very case of look at what this initial reaction is. Can anyone really believe that you're going to do this and kind of gauge what the response is initially before actually taking it to a vote? Do you think there's anything to that in this scenario? Well, I think there is, there is some uh, substance to that, David, I think, but I think more than anything, they're just enraged because uh, they have not been transparent. I, I wrote a column, uh, ran yesterday's paper, I quoted Tom Nesbitt, the, the president of the Bader Lion Foundation, and he said that very thing. They just want to know the facts. And because you know, you're painting the innocent people with the same brush that you're painting the guilty people. And I think the Bader Lion Foundation is 16,000 people, and they had to sue their own board to have an independent voice and to have an independent editorial with their magazine. So, you know, they've been at odds with the, the regents uh, at Bader for quite some time. So there's just a whole lot of anger. And whether they would actually do this, I'm not sure if anybody really knows. I'd be interested to know if uh, what Bob Simpson's take is on this, because I know if you went to a press conference uh, after a Bader football game, uh, that Bob would usually be at those games and he would be standing in the back of the room and Art would invariably right. uh, note that uh, Bob was there and from the podium. He would say, thanks for coming, Bob, uh, which, you know, I think said a lot about the relationship between the two and the fact that Art knew where his bread was buttered, so to speak. But don't you think, don't you think, <clears throat> Kevin, there's just so much anger directed toward the, 
uh, the Board of Regents for, you know, doing so much micromanaging and then for not being transparent on this Pepper Hamilton report. Well, I don't think there's any question about it. You know, it's interesting, you know, because I, I was at that press conference where, where Jim Grobe was uh, introduced, and I was really impressed with, with the fact that he – he was the first and pretty much only person uh, that, that has stepped forward representing Baylor and said, listen, we were really wrong. This was really awful what happened. And, and Of course, he wasn't there. So. Of course, he wasn't there. That's true. <laughs> but still, but he's been hired by these people. And, he, and it, you know, this is, this is a chance for him to, you know, because, look, we, we've seen what's happened, right? We've seen the reaction. Does, does he want to be, go on record as the guy who's saying this was all awful when he got people saying that, Hey, you know, uh, what about Art Browse? You know, we, you know, we. This was all too hasty. This was all done too quick. You know, I, I think that there's a. I think there was a real question of that. Hypothetically, if this report is correct and they would bring Art Browse back, and you're Jim Grobe, what would you do? Would you stay? He 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 indicated he wanted the job. Oh, absolutely. He didn't indicate it. He said he, he, well, he, yeah. said he wanted indicated, to stay. I didn't say he implied. <laughs> no. he said, I said he indicated. No, he, he wants the job. There's no question about that. Uh, I, I think that, uh, I, I, you know, it's hard to get Grant Taft's, you know, read on this thing, talking to him. And I didn't get to talk to him for very long. Uh, he was driving the train on hiring Jim Grove. That was all his call. Right. And right. Um, so, uh, you know, he, he did say, you know, I'm, I'm close to Art. I, I text him constantly. I have a hard time believing that Grant Taft would think, sure, this is a good idea. We're going to suspend this guy for a year and then bring him back. I, I cannot believe that Grant would think that's a good idea. And, and for a guy who's been in contact with uh, Art pretty much consistently, as he says, I can't believe he wouldn't have told him that. Uh, so so I, I think as far as it's so – I guess what it goes back to is on this report uh, of chips that is out – uh, is that an overwhelming feeling uh, among boosters to do this? I, I don't think so. I think there is a. I think there's a faction that, that, that clearly there's a faction out there that's angry. But there's enough people out there that are still embarrassed by everything to keep this from happening. In my opinion. Well, Tom Nesbitt, the alumni president, to go back to him, you know, he says I don't think anybody sees this as a crusade to bring back Art Browse. That was one of his quotes that he gave me. <clears throat> it's just they want answers, you know. Right. They want to know what, what did Art do, and is he a scapegoat, and who's guilty, who's innocent? Did the Board of Regents were they participating in in the cover up? So, as far as Jim Grobe, he was out of work, and you're right, that was Grant Taft's handiwork. And uh, and I guess you could say if you really want to be in this conspiracy, you go well, they kept the Art Browse entire staff, you know, so it's ready made there for Art to come back. Well, didn't it say that Browse was suspended with intent to terminate? Wasn't that the language? Yes, that, yes. Okay. that's the exact language. Exactly. Yeah. And even Art, in the, in the one thing that he tweeted out or released was that, you know, I want to see the report too. Don't they owe Art Browse that much to show him the report and what he's accused of? Isn't that part of our Constitution? Well, I, you know. I, I, I think it says everything about why they, uh, you know, you have to ask the question, why don't you want this out? You can hide behind the fact that uh, we we're trying to protect the victims, but it's easy to redact those names. And, and, you, that, sure. and that way you, you handle that, and that's not and, a problem. And, and a lot of the victims have come, for, come forth come forward, anyway. Yeah. Oh, I, sure, absolutely. I, I know their names. That's not why they don't want to. No, uh, but I, I'm saying that. that's why they're hiding behind but it. But th that's but, not. That's, but you don't even really hear that. You don't hear them saying that even. So I, I, I'm, I'm really uh, – I think it might be a lot worse than what we've heard. I, well, that that's it. And, and you have the, the public records request yeah. where 
Um, again, they've been inundated with requests to, to release some of these specifics. They have, they have chosen to go a different route and say, well, we can't give you all of these because these are also distributed among different departments and their educational records, not just strictly police reports per se. So because of that, because there's an educational component to this, we can't do this. Well, other private universities, TCU released theirs and showed how many were on campus and redacted the names. I'm just amazed that that Kenneth Starr, who was part of a high-profile political arena during the Clinton uh, impeachment proceedings and how he proceeded there, how he and, and this organization, university, has continually obstructed and gone against and been so politically tone-deaf to what's going on here. Because, look, you, you, had, a building, you had a building momentum about sexual assault on college campuses and how this was a hidden secret and how it was coming to light. And now in the way they continue to obstruct this, Baylor is going to become the face of that. And I just, I don't, I don't understand it. Do they feel that, oh, we're, we're just this little university here and this is all going to blow over? Why aren't they, why aren't they more engaged and active in this as far as what their public perception will be as a university going forward? Kirk, what do you think? That doesn't look like the top priority is public perception. It's like uh, they were wrong in taking away our great football coach. That, that's the message that I'm hearing. You know, not so much let's correct what's wrong. And, you know, just on Friday, the Bader administration released a report. They had a couple of task forces designed to implement like 105 recommendations from the Pepper. But it's like, okay, you want to keep that momentum going forward. We want to correct the abuses. We want to get past this, but then you get mired back in the mud with stories like this. No, no, we need to bring Art Bros back. If they bring Art back, can you imagine the national backlash, uh, the the sexual assault victims, how they're going to feel? I don't know. I would hate to be a Bader fan right now stuck in all this. They, I don't know how you process it. They're on, they, they're on the precipice of becoming a national punchline. Uh you know, they already are. Well, e- yeah. e- even more. I mean, when you got ESPN, no, 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 you're a full right. blown investigation. You're right, e- uh, but e- even more going, e- e- even more, are. even more so. But let me ask this: Let's say that if they bring Art Browse back, how would that affect the? Do you think? Do you all, th- all three of you guys think it would affect the NCAA? Would the NCAA be more inclined to come in and? Uh, yeah, we, we know that, and that's part of the deal. We don't have any idea what possible NCAA violations might have happened. Do you, don't you business. think the NCAA would would be more uh, attuned to probably more but, eager to come back in? I think. And what that, would that do to the Big Twelve? Well, I, I don't. You know, from from a standpoint of, of sanctions here, I don't. I don't see the NCAA sanctions here. What I see are the Title IX violations here, uh, and, and that's the problem for Beta right now. They they are subject now to huge lawsuits uh, because because of the fact they didn't have a Title IX compliance office they were supposed to have one you know they, they had completely ignored all these things that they're supposed to have and and they and they uh, and they frankly they uh, augmented a, 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 a status on campus where women weren't safe and so and that involves that involves federal funding too, absolutely yeah. so they so they stand to lose millions of dollars in all of this uh besides the bad publicity so i i think that there are to to think that you could 
you can't bring Art Briles back just because of that, I think. I think because of the problems you're going to have with the feds on all of this, to say that uh, and you're, now you're going to bring this head coach back. Like, I, I didn't have a big problem with the fact that the assistant coaches weren't let go right away. You know, I, I felt like, uh, to me, it was like you took out the, the president, you took out the AD, you took out the head coach. Did, did, did it really require a clean sleep sweep at this point? Because, uh, we, as we said, we don't even know which assistant coaches were involved in any of this stuff. And there were two football staff members who were also let go. And I would assume because they were involved in this in some way. So uh, I, I didn't have a big problem with that. But if you say now, okay, now we're going to bring the head coach back, uh, that's just unconscionable to me uh, that, that they would try to do that or even intimate that they might want to do it. And now you've got, now you've got this, you're going to have this huge rift uh, on the not necessarily on the board, although it is a very large board. I think there's what thirty two members on that board of regents. Thirty nine. Thirty nine is that what it is? Thirty nine. Three of them are not voting. I think. Yeah, that, which is just ridiculous to begin <laughs> well, with. That, that you got down. Yeah, that you've got that many people on the board to begin with. Uh, how do you develop some kind of you know uh, consensus consensus you know, with all of that institutional that, that, control? It just it just seems crazy to me. So I, uh, the, there's no question that the first thing that has to happen, and this is why the you know I, I, I love seeing that from the uh, alumni association that w- we got to get off. You know we have to know what happened. Let's just start with it. Let's just start there. Tell us what was in the report, the details of the report, <coughs> not not the not the conclusions of it. Well, the other thing, guys, I think David just mentioned it the thing that got penn state in so much hot water was the phrase lack of institutional control and this whole beta thing just smacks of that and and i think barry alluded to the fact well would the nca be more involved uh, and step up any investigation if art browse i would think they would because uh you know when you look at the penn state situation and the child molestation it wasn't about recruiting violations you know, and then they got hammered by the NCA. It was probably, it wasn't a death penalty, and maybe it wasn't quite a living death penalty. But but then they Bader but then they were rescinded a lot of that too, and that was yeah. I think that's part of the issue too is that probably Bader's counting on that. You know, there there is there was the the initial reaction to to everything that happened, and probably was a, maybe it was a little too much. Although I I felt like in that case it was. You know, we, we've learned some things since then, even that have shown that uh, what Joe Paterno didn't know, he should have known. Uh, and I'm not sure that he didn't know a lot of what happened there. Uh, I, re- I really believe potential sanctions by the NCAA and how punitive they will be are the least of Baylor's concerns I, I the way too. this is unfolding. It, it's going too. to be lawsuits outside of that. Like you said, the Title IX, uh, these victims, it, how are these victims going to respond if Art Bryles is okay, he's going to come back in a year from now. Well, because the victims are, suing, are going to sue anyway. Exactly, no so question. They're, they're, but but there's going to be more of a fervor. There's going to be more of an outside outrage that sure. will come in and more support and more money to them in order to allow them to stay in on these suits and, and pursue it till the end versus to reach settlements. You know, th- That's the other thing, too. They, they've reached some settlements in some of these. You have to be careful. They have to be careful how they proceed publicly. If you bring Art Bryles back, if you do some of these other things, if you continue to obstruct, uh, I doubt you're going to have these settlements going forward. You're going to have people that are going to come in and fund and allow you to these victims and, and uh, who are following the suits to go all the way through and, and push this. How would you like to be a lawyer now? One of the one of the victims' lawyers saying, "Oh, that, oh you're going to bring the coach back? Really? Yes. Okay, good. Now we're going to ask. You know, instead of asking five million, we're going to ask ten million. So the person who brought all these people in, 
Now you're going to give them a timeout for a year while you made other institutional changes, quote unquote, and then bring this person back. Well, you know, the, now, so getting back to Barry's uh, question about what this, how this impacts the Big 12, because he's Mr. He's Mr. Bowlesby. Sitting over there smug. Well, I'm, I'm Bob Bowlesby, we, who we tried to get on today, you said is in he's, he's out of the I'm, country. I'm, so, I'm sorry to tell you, Kirk, you weren't the first choice. Oh, you were my first choice all along, Kirk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, uh, you hey, know, are, you on, are you guys on Twitter? Uh, your own Chuck Carlton just tweeted that Bob Simpson is quoted saying, uh, about the return of our bras. We don't know yet. We'd like to see that. Well, I think that tells you everything wow. about that. That, that Bob's, that I, I felt like that, that he would be and, one and, of the ones and, behind and, it. And this is a guy counting on uh, Arlington voters to uh, vote him $500 million for for a new stadium, you know, I've heard I've heard reports that that, that was Bob Davis is in, in or Ray Davis Ray in charge Davis. of that, not or not. But, but he in benefits. Favor of it. But but he benefits. Well, I, I think that there was some thought maybe he didn't think it was such a good idea, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, and I'm not surprised by that uh, because as I noted earlier about the relationship that they, the two of them seem to have, uh, you know, and and uh, he he just seems. A little bit like a guy. Uh, Can you get back to my good point? Your good point about the Big Twelve. You had one once. I can't remember. When no, you that said was. you was that in April. No, you said you wanted to talk oh, okay. about the Big Twelve. The Big Twelve. So, all right, let's let's go back to to that. Uh, let's go to, to the football question here, Kirk. Uh, we okay. know that uh, that Jim Grobe has a has an option offense in his past. Although he's kind of been the type who's uh, accommodated whatever his talent was, which to me is a mark of a very good coach uh, to do that kind of thing. Uh, and he and he's kept the staff, and he's indicated they're going to do the same things. And certainly, he's a, also a, a defensive guy. Primarily, he was a linebacker as a player himself. Uh, I, I think Phil Bennett could always use a little help uh, on that defense, even though it's gotten better. It's still not uh, not a, a really good defense. How much do you think they're uh, they'll be impacted by what's happened this fall? Oh, I think. Just the, the fact that we're talking about Art Browles now in June after he supposedly has been fired kind of tells you that this is going to be a distraction hanging over them probably all year. Uh, it, and, it, you know, we're, not, we're talking about lawsuits and Title IX lawsuits and the victims and that sort of thing. So i got to believe this is going to be there. It's going to be kind of cloud hanging over them. Now, they've got a tremendous skilled position talent, but I think they're hurting in both sides of the line. But I, I just got to believe mentally this will be a big distraction for them. And like Jim Grobe, I think he is going to defer to his staff. And I think in large respect, Jim Grobe is kind of a more a CEO along the Mac Brown type, you know, really good leader, spokesperson. But it'll, I assume it'll be Kendall Brown's offense. Well, now, listen, we don't want any of this distraction business. How many wins? How, how many games is Baylor going to win this fall? I'd say – they're going to win a, somewhere between, uh, I'd say, eight Six or and nine. Six and ten. <laughs> eight or nine. Eight or nine. They got two quarterbacks. Two quarterbacks. We're still looking for one here in Austin. Yes, you are. Uh, yeah, I, I think that t- that's what I think, too. I think eight or nine with a with a really outside shot at ten. Because, look, they're not going to lose any uh, you know non-conference games, right? You know, those, that's it's the, it's the usual uh, assemblage there for Baylor. Uh, so that that won't be a problem for them. Uh, and, and, you know, the, the conference still is not exactly up to speed. Uh, you know, Texas is, is struggling, uh, trying to find a quarterback. Oklahoma, uh, you know, I think is, is everybody's favorite, uh, going into this, this fall, but they'll have questions as well. Uh, so, uh, I, I think this is certainly a possibility that Bader could win 10 games. And if, if they win 10 games, I don't see how you don't keep Jim Grove as your head coach. 
Well, maybe Art, maybe they'll decide <laughs> in the next few hours to bring Art back. Maybe Jim Grove won't even coach a game. You know, I don't know what what to think of Baylor anymore. So it, it's it's very hard to predict anything concerning Baylor and his football team. What? Maybe Jim Grove can hire Art Browse to be his offensive coordinator. There you go. There you go. I don't yeah. know. It's, it's, it's so bizarre. <laughs> Any, anything can happen. Again, well, what, what coach, say this happens, what coach would come in and assume control of that team knowing one year from now that's you're what, not going that, to be that was there my initial question. All. That was my initial question to Kevin. Uh, would, this, would this impact or influence Grove's decision? I would think that he would feel like, uh, listen, yeah, I think if they said that they was going to come back, I think that Jim would think about not doing this. Uh, but, right. I, but I think also he's the kind of guy, uh, and that's why Grant likes him so much, very honorable guy, You know, always wants to do the right thing. He agreed to do this. He said he would do it, so I think he will. But I think but yeah, how, how much is his heart going to be in it? How embarrassing, Kevin. If Now he's on campus. He's trying to hold on to recruits you know, who want letters of intent released. And I think should anytime there's a coaching change like this, but to be you know be operating in this swirl of well they may bring Art Browse back now. I no, mean, I think it's I think it's it's a it's a joke. It's a it'd be a circus. I I think he would put up with it, but it'd be a circus. Now you bring up a, a, a good point. We we haven't talked about this yet uh, about the letters of intent and and releasing these players when. When I was at that uh, press conference and we talked to Grant afterwards, and, of course, he's not in an official function, but he said, you know, no one's going to make anybody play here that doesn't want to be here, and, which I think absolutely not. I do think, I did think, and I do think that uh, Jim Grove has the right to, to sit down and talk to all these kids first before a decision I gets agree. made on that. I think that's only fair to him. And you know what? It's only fair to those kids, too. Because, listen, yeah. if, if they want – because, first of all, it's awfully late in the process for them to go someplace else. And, secondly, I would like to think that they came to, to Baylor for reasons other than the head coach. Uh, I know that's, that's the primary reason, but I like to think there are other reasons. And so I don't want them to rush off and make it a, a rash decision that they but, wish – I, I wish I just stuck with this instead of uh, getting out and doing something else. They may not have come to Baylor primarily for the head coach, but they came – to be part of his program, and I think they, they came to win, and that's that's they yeah, they, didn't, they didn't come to Baylor for the poetry courses they're offering in the English department, <laughs> and and they, and they didn't and they Kevin. didn't go and they didn't go to Baylor to be pelted with questions about sexual abuse on campus, awesome. which they're going to get. Yeah. Well, no, I I, th- I think that's all right. I, I just think that there is there should be a little grace period here for this all to, to, to work itself out. And and certainly, if they don't want to play, they don't. You know, I, someone when I wrote that column off of the Jim Grove hiring, uh, and they said, "Oh, you know, how can you not let these guys go? How can you blah blah blah?" And I said, "Well, you know, I tweeted back to him. I don't think that they're going to make these guys play. But if I if they do, then I'm wrong, and I'll write that, and I'll, and I'll say that this was a mistake." that they would make these kids play because, as we all know, coaches can get up and leave whenever they want, and the, sure. play, and the players can't. And that's, to me, the, one of the biggest sins in college athletics is that coaches can do whatever they want and the players can't. Absolutely. I think it ought to be a standing NCAA rule that if, if the coach leaves after you've signed with that school as an incoming recruit, you have the ability to, to change your mind and go to another school because the NCAA – all they talk about what's about the student athlete. It's about the kids. No, the it's not. Though. But the but no, but, 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 but the but the NCA will tell kids before they sign, and it goes in one ear and out the other. Never sign with a school because of the coach. Right. And so right. that that's their out because that's part of their standard. 
shtick of uh, when when they get, talk to athletes before they go to, go into school. That, yeah, but that's, that's disingenuous too. That's disingenuous because you're. Why would you sign with an institution if you didn't like the coach or their system? I mean, it's, yes, it's, but you're, you're signing. Still with, signing I understand for. that, but I'm just telling you what what that's what they say. But that's the NCA. That's that's a that's a CYA thing that that has no so basis in reality. I don't, I'm unfamiliar. What is CYA? Well, you do it a lot, so I would think you know it. Youth Association. <laughs> hey, I, I have a quick question because we we got to go. Evan Grant is on the runway somewhere, and, and, <laughs> and we, we've, we've got to call him immediately. He's texting. He's texting like crazy. Uh, Kevin asked you for a win total for Baylor. Give me a win total for Texas. Woo! Uh, I'm going to say seven. That's less than all, Baylor. The, all the way to seven. <laughs> that's that's not. You know what? I, I was talking to a booster the other day who said that he needs to win at least seven, uh, and he, th- he thinks that seven would be okay, but not it wouldn't exactly knock them dead down there. Uh, think about, think seven about would be that. okay. How many times in Texas? But but but, but don't doesn't he have to get some credit? He's going to open his season playing uh, Notre Dame, correct? Yes. Who's That's Baylor correct. opening their season with? I think Lamar, maybe. Yeah. Well, they got SMU in there too, and Northwestern State. It, oh, incarnate words not on the schedule. Incarn- this year? Not not this year. Okay, not this year. No. It's coming up. So so se- so now. so you're saying that? Of course, you know, as we all know, Texas beat Baylor last year. Is uh, yes, so in, in in that head to head. Who wins that game? Uh, who's the coach of Baylor again? <laughs> well, it depends on who the coach is. Yeah, where is that? Yeah. Now that game was in. Was that game in Austin last year? No, it was in Waco. It was in Waco. Beat Beat them in Waco. That's right. All right. Very last uh, game of the year, and Baylor was on its fourteenth quarterback. Yeah, I think that had, was a little bit of the reason why that that happened. Uh, they they went to the single wing, but and let me say this on Texas: it's like, you know, it's just like you. Kevin, you talk to somebody and say, well, seven, he'd probably be okay. When has seven wins ever been okay in Texas? I mean, listen, seven after you're going 11 and 14, I just I just hope for Charlie's sake and UT's sake it's either eight or more or six or less to make the decision easier. Seven is so ambiguous. It's like, well, it's progress. We didn't go to a bowl game last year, but – is seven wins ever really progress? No, it's not, and and uh, and I think that that's that's from a guy who likes Charlie. So I, I think yeah. that that's that's probably what you're why you're getting that. I think obviously there are going to be people who are going to say that it isn't enough. Uh, and if and listen, if Texas ever wants to make a comeback, now's the time to do it, right? You know, you, oh, you really? got you got Baylor at a really vulnerable time now. And and that was one of the uh, you know one of the big three in the uh, in the conference to give you trouble to begin with. So uh, if if he's going to make a move, he needs to do it now. And I and and I guess we'd have to ask how that new offensive coordinator is uh, how that's all going over and who's going to be the quarterback. So before you go, tell us who the quarterback is going to be this fall. It's got to be Shane Bouchel. There's no question in my mind. It's got to be. We've seen we've seen swoops. We've seen him go six and eight. We've seen him. Melt down, you know, in, in big game situations. We saw him open the season at Notre Dame when they lost thirty-eight to three. I mean, he had a package last year, the eighteen-weeder package, very effective, short yardage, and that's the best role for him. So I think Charlie should roll the dice, go with the true freshman in Bouchelle, and even if he doesn't tear it up right away, I think that would buy him some time and some patience because people would say, "Well, he's just a freshman quarterback," and and Charlie is recruiting well. He's at two straight classes ranked in the top 11 in the nation. So he's bringing in good talent. But he's got to get a quarterback, and the defensive line needs a lot of help. 
All right, Kirk. That's great stuff. We appreciate it as always. We got to go. Evans. Uh, Evans the, boarding the, the plane. He, he's now. going wheels <laughs> up here in a couple of seconds. So it's wheels off. Yeah, we love having you on, Kirk. As always, you're the best, and uh, and we'll get back to you soon. Okay, I, I, Kirk. I'm sorry. Kev, Kevin was here, and Evan wasn't for you. Wow. <laughs> Give it my best. All right. All right. Thanks. We'll do that. Thanks, man. All right. See you guys. And that that'll do it for us. We'll be out of here. This on, is this is our the, college podcast, the Ballsy College Podcast. Hopefully, we'll, we'll get Evan Grant for uh, our baseball for, for our, Rangers for our little Rangers. And if we can't, maybe we can find a backup for Evan. Or we'll just go without him. You know, I, I would really like going without Evan. <laughs> okay, because he liked going without you last week. Yeah, probably right. right. All right, everybody. Uh, well, I, I think we'll also have David Moore, who is in studio. He'll be talking Cowboys. Depends on how this next segment goes. (laughs) That's right. We're grading. Bye.